to go to Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 18. Proverbs 23 and verse 18. Hallelujah. For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Look to your right and look to your left, say, neighbor. Whatever you expected, it's on the way. Don't be distracted by difficulties. Keep expecting. Keep expecting until it manifests because it's on the way. Don't be weary in well-doing because you shall reap because you faint not. Say, I've had fainting fits, but I've gotten past that and pressed on to victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Now, I want you to get this. Psalm 62 and verse 5. Psalm 62 and verse 5. And this I'm going to share in the King James and the Amplified. King James says, my soul, that means my will, my emotions, and my intellect, wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. He only is my rock. He only is my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Amplified. My soul, my will, my emotions, my intellect, wait only upon God and silently submit to him. Say, sometimes, sometimes. I need to be quiet. <laughs> For my hope and expectation are from him. He only is my rock. He only is my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. Wow. Folks, today's message is entitled, How Earnest Is Your Expectation? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Don't roll your eyes at me. But how earnest is your expectation? Mm -hmm. Meaning, how serious are you about expecting God to do what he promised to do? Now, with expectation, I want to give you three important facts. Number one, expectation colors your outlook. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you know, whatever you expect, and it, it determines how you begin to roll and begin to function. Secondly, your expectation shapes your attitude. You know why some people have a funky attitude? Because they have low expectation. Okay, okay. I said the reason some people have a funky attitude is because they have low expectation. They keep their butt in the way. 
It's going to happen, but. It would have happened, but. They keep putting but in the way. And but will stop everything coming. There's no but in God. If God be for you, who can be against you? And then third, expectation influences your action. Meaning, if you have low expectation, your actions begin to be in some things you ain't even going to try to do anymore. Because you, 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 you say you expect, but your actions don't line up with the expectation. Amen. Say, God, increase my expectation. Hallelujah. So again, number one, expectation colors your outlook. Secondly, expectation shapes your attitude. And third, expectation influences your actions. Wow. Now, what do you mean by expectation? Eager anticipation. Any of y'all eagerly anticipating anything to happen? I said eagerly, meaning any moment, any moment, any moment, expecting, looking for it, expecting for it. Come on now. When you look forward to the probable occurrence or appearance, you're in expectation. When you consider likely or anticipation, I don't know about you, I'm anticipating signs and wonders and miracles every day. Look at you and say, neighbor, you're part of my expectation because you're a sign, a wonder, and I know you're a miracle. Hallelujah. All right? Now, earnest expectation means marked by or showing deep sincerity or seriousness. When you're earnest about something, you're, deper- you're determined. Determined. Whatever I've been believing the Lord for, I'm determined it's going to come. I'm not distracted by delays. I'm not distracted by it ain't happening today, but I know it's on the way. And nobody is going to intimidate me while I'm waiting because I think myself happy. Sometimes, you you know, when it's raining outside, you didn't even smile. The sun's still shining. And, And in fact, guess what? The sun is shining today. Amen. I bless the Lord sometimes and let his praise be continually in my mouth. So when I'm, when I'm around doubters, I'm still happy because my, my mind is stayed and it's just like, you know, praise the Lord, hallelujah. While they doubting, I'm blessing the Lord at all times and let his praise be continually in my mouth. The insight is that, get this, how earnest is your expectation? The insight that I want to share, I'm referring to must come from God first and foremost to you. Any of y'all got a relationship with God? Any of y'all know the Lord? Uh, Then you ought to be happy. Because in him you live and move and have your being. The reason you're alive today is because he's in there. Shout. Come on, shout. Say God in me. Hello. Hello. How you doing? How you doing? That's conversation. Every day. Lord, how you doing? 
then get quiet and let him talk to you. Say, God, I thank you. All right? Now, but right here is where far too many sons and daughters are missing their receiving of the blessing and daily load of benefits. Instead of spending time with the Lord and allowing him to fill up your thoughts with his ways, you allow the world and its thoughts and its ways to dominate your day-to-day -day flow. Now, any of y'all got phones? Oh, you need to know when to turn that phone off. Because some of the stuff that you're seeing on that phone ain't going to make you joyous in the day. Not going to make you joyous in the day. Some of the TV programs you're watching today, you might need to say, no, I don't need to see that today because I want my joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. And then I'm going to look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help, Lord, how you doing today? Lord, I thank you for today. And God, I thank you for everything. Hallelujah. Why, 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 why? When they do that, when you get connected with the world, you expect the world system to deliver the things that make you happy for more than, more than God. Others expect human relationships to meet their needs. Anybody ever been with somebody that didn't meet your need? Okay. But guess what? God was still there. In him I live and move and have my being. See, I ain't never alone. That demon, come on, that demon called loneliness is a liar. You got to tell it. Go from me. Get off of me. I'm not lonely because I got God. God, hold on to me. That's real, folks. That's real. You got to have that moment when you and God become wrapped up and tangled up. And you know what? Hey, God, it's you and me now. I love you. And I have high expectation of what you're going to do. You promised me. And your promises are yes and amen, meaning so be it. Hallelujah. Here is the problem. Here's the problem with expectation. Improper focus. Improper focus. The devil knows how to make you focus on the wrong thing. He knows how he's watching you when you don't know he's watching you. And he knows how to break your focus on the right thing. Hallelujah. Any of y'all ever go shopping for some food? And when you go shopping for some, <laughs> shopping for some food, and you, you look at it one way, and you pick it up, but you find out it's not the right thing when you get home? And the devil made, it, made you think that that was the right one? And the Holy Ghost said, no, that ain't the one. Go over here. But you say, I'm too tired, I don't want to go over there. So you don't go over there. And then you get home and you're mad because you thought you were to have what you, it ain't what you thought it is. It was, the enemy does that to make you think that God ain't able to do exceeding abundant above all you can ask and think. Say, God, help me not to have improper focus. All right. In each case, the person's expectation is focused on something or someone other than God. Mm -mm -mm. Yet, the psalmist said, my soul 
my will, emotions, and intellect, waits thou only upon God. You got to practice that, folks. And by, the, by that, the psalmist is settling that his soul, his mind, his will, emotions, daily work to get his focus off of anything but God. Do you know what? When your focus ain't on God, you miss everything. Because he's, he's the one that made you. In him I live and move and have my being. Now, in other words, I'm not looking for help from any other source but God. And if I'm going to have it, it's going to come from him. If it doesn't come from him, I don't need it. If it doesn't come from God, I don't need it. If it doesn't come from my God, who supplies all my need, according to his riches and glory, huh? you don't need it. And folks, learning and focusing your expectation from God is just another expression of our love for him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our body. Now, let me give you another key. Another key insight in answering the question, how earnest is your expectation, is rooted in understanding that real biblical expectation often travels with a companion. Oh my God. You mean, in order for me to flow in expectation, I gotta have expectations companion? Ask your neighbor, do you know what, do you know what expectations companion is? Hope. Hope. Expectation has a companion called hope. Watch where we go with this. Psalms, I mean, Philippians 1 and 20. Oh, this is so good. Philippians 1.20 says it this way. According to my earnest expectation and my hope. Oh, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be life or by death. Wow. Amplified. This is in keeping with my own earnest desire and persistent expectation and hope, expectation and hope, that I shall not disgrace myself nor be put to shame in anything, but that with the utmost freedom of speech and unfailing courage, now as always heretofore, Christ the Messiah will be magnified and get glory and praise in this body of mine and be boldly exalted in my person, whether through life or through death. Say neighbor. Amen. The Lord, the Lord is, wanting is wanting to get glory out of your life. You're not a mistake. You're not an accident. You have a life assignment to be a light in the midst of darkness. Hallelujah. 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 That's real, folks. Hmm. Folks, hope and expectation, hope and earnest expectation 
complement each other perfectly. They also tend to magnify each other. Hope increases your level of expectation. Oh my God. Any of y'all hoping to get paid? Huh? <laughs> yeah, but you expect it, but if, it ain't, if you don't have no hope in that expectation, you're going to miss something. Hope increases your level of expectation, and expectation raises your level of hope. Wow. My expectation raises my level of hope. Hope. Thursday, hope. Expectation, hope. Huh? It raises. Uh -uh, I'm going, mm, I'm going, mm, hey, I'm, mm. me and God, let's go. Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All right? Example. Let's say you have a bill, you just don't have the money to pay. But because you have heard several awesome testimonies of people whose bills have been miraculously paid, you have a little hope that God will meet your need as well. So you pray and ask God to take care of the bill. At that point, you have a little bit of hope and a fairly low level of expectation. See, it's amazing how when people give their personal testimony, how many people say, yay, instead of, hey, <laughs> come on. So you heard the praise report, but you have a little hope and fairly level, level of expectation. But as you stand on God's word and meditate the right scriptures, you need is supernaturally met. Sometimes, folks, all you have is a little hope. But if you can get in that word, and that word can get in you, something supernatural begins to happen. Because if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you will say, you would say, you would say, I don't, I'm going in here, I don't feel, but I'm going in here, and I'm believing God to do it, and he does it. Because he knows what level you have. Now, next time you are faced with a bill you can't pray, Remember, God is faithful. Look at you and say, neighbor. God is faithful. God can handle your mess. And mine too. <laughs> now, here, here, now, now watch, watch what happened. After you have a little faith, now because you've, you've gotten one miracle, now you're going to have a larger measure of hope and a higher level of expectation because your faith and trust and love for God has grown. But you've got to understand it does take time for your faith to grow. Don't be embarrassed if your faith ain't where somebody else is. Everybody, you meet people in a time and season. You don't know the hell they've been through. You don't know what they've been through to get where they are. And, and, and you, you got to understand, they don't understand what you're going through, but God does. And he knows how to do what? Do the miraculous. He knows how to do the miraculous. Say, I live there. Now, and unless you get weary in well-doing and start fainting, this cycle repeats itself each time you experience the faithfulness of God towards his word. Say, say, I can't faint. I can't quit. I got to keep on pressing forward. In other words, it's an upward spiral of ever-increasing hope and ever-increasing expectation in him. Say, my spiral is increasing. Hallelujah.
But folks, this works in the negative too. Hmm. If you throw up half-hearted prayer and never open your Bible, you're not connecting with God and are probably not going to see an answer to your prayer. And when that happens, you'll say, just as I expected, faith didn't work for me. And as a result of not following God's divine order of faith over time, you develop a negative expectation and are locked in hopelessness. And that's what the world is going through right now. Because the, the devil is making it seem that God ain't able to do nothing. And people have no expectation that, you know, it's just going to be another hard day. It's going to be another rough day. And I don't, I, and I don't, I don't need to go to church. I can, go, I'm not, I can church myself. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And when you do that, then the enemy is over there laughing. Say, I got him now. And because then we become divided instead of connected. Stop going through tests and not calling somebody and say, I need you to pray with me. Will you agree with me? Believe with me. And God will say, one puts the flight a thousand, but two puts the flight ten thousand. Sometimes when you're in ten thousand, you need some help. Yeah. Guess what? I need help. Every day. Every day. Expecting God to show up and make a way out of nowhere. Say, God, I thank you. Tell your neighbor, if there is... If that is where you find yourself, come on. Where you find yourself. Today, Today, there's a faith solution, a faith solution. Available, available even now. Amen. What's the solution? You must daily cultivate expectation. Cultivate. What do you mean? Grow it, nurture it, refine it, say, say, say get better not bitter get better not bitter all right let me give you Luke chapter 5 and verse 18 Luke 5 and 18 this is so awesome you know this passage and behold men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him, talking about leading him to Jesus. And when they could not find but what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop. They went upon the housetop and led him down through the tile, which his couch, into the midst of Jesus. Eye contact. Who do you roll with that when you're in tough times, that they will stick with you long enough and do whatever it takes to help you get your breakthrough. That's what being part of the church is supposed to be about. You're supposed to be able to say, you know what, I need some help. Can you help a sister out? Can you help a brother out? In prayer. And sometimes stuff had, something needs to be torn up. And then you need to let them down into the very place of victory. Hallelujah. Anyhow. And when they saw, when, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto him, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Folks, this man needed healing. Yet Jesus told him his sins were forgiven. Why? Jesus knew that if the man was going to receive his healing, he needed to increase his expectancy. Wow. When you're in mess, you need to, you need to, 
your expectancy to know, you know, I, I, I might be in this mess for now, but I'm going to get out this mess because me and God got to, God, God got to, where sin abound, grace much more abound. I don't know about you, I'm, I'm graced. I'm standing here because of grace. No, no, no. I'm standing here because of grace. If it wasn't for God's grace, I would not be standing here. Royal, I said because of God's grace, unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor. Oh, my God. Lord, thank you for your grace. And I'm talking about more than just, you know, Lord, thank you for this food. I'm not talking about that kind of grace. That's a, that's a grace too, but I'm not talking about that grace. I'm talking about unforgiveness, God forgiving me for my, when Jesus was on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That was, that was, that was, he was, because I knew not what I do. It, it, it was, it was God. Hallelujah. My, my, my. The man apparently had a sinful past and as a result didn't feel worthy to be healed of Jesus. Before the man would receive Jesus, had to change his expectation. And that meant dealing with his sense of sinfulness. And see, here's the thing. Too many of the saints, um, the enemies tricked us into hanging on to our sinfulness and not allowing ourselves to be free. He said, if you confess your faults, confess it, he's faithful and just to forgive. But see, we want to feel forgiven. Uh-huh. We want to feel forgiven. The enemy knows how to mess with your feelings. I want to feel forgiven. I tell you, if you keep waiting for the feeling, you're going to be hung up. Forgiveness is not a feeling. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a knowing. It's a knowing. I done told Lorna, whom the son set free is free indeed. I'm free indeed. And every time the enemy brings up, nope. Forgetting those things that are behind and pressing forward. See, I don't need no feeling. God forgave me. I'm forgiven. Whom the son set free? Okay, thank you, Holy Ghost. Some of you won't set your own self free. You gotta set your own self free. No, 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 no. I'm, no condemnation. No condemnation. Condemnation. Condemn myself. Oh, I'm just high. And see, we got generational stuff and hereditary stuff that wants to flow with us. Oh, no, no. Papa may have been a rolling stone and mama may be our mama, but hey, I'm a new generation. I'm going behind them. I'm learning from their mistakes. I'm doing better and better and better. I forgive you, mama. I forgive you, daddy. But it's my turn now. I'm running my race. I'm winning. Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Revelation, revelation, revelation. Come on. A high level of expectancy is almost always a prerequisite for a miracle. A high level of expectancy is almost always a prerequisite for a miracle. When the doctor say you're going to die, 
Oh, no, 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 no. I have a high expectation to live and not die. I know you got your education, doctor, but I got God. And God said he, that I shall live and not die. Pain, get out of my body. Get out, I, get out in Jesus' name. I lay hands on my own body in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost in me arise. Holy Ghost in me arise. In every cell, every muscle, every joint, every tissue. Now, in Jesus, cancer, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Heart attacks, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I'm healed in Jesus' name. And then I just praise and worship him. He inhabits the praises of his people. Hallelujah. A high level expectancy is almost always a prerequisite for a miracle. The good news is that Jesus, as he did with the man in this passage, is always looking for a way to help us rise, raise our level of expectation. Always. Acts 3, Acts 3 and verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms, to ask alms of them that enter into the temple. Here was a man who had been crippled all his life. Begging was all he ever knew. He certainly had no reason to expect to ever walk or work again. But Peter, sensing that the man needed a change in posture in order to receive, gave him a command. Hmm. Acts 3 and verse 4. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked in arms. And Peter, the one that cussed, the one that denied God, the one that wept, Peter fastening his eyes upon him, with John said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of him. Peter, Peter's demand obviously had its intended effect. The man looked at, up at that, at them with anticipation to receive money. He now had expectation, but the wrong one. The wrong one. The, he was expecting, but he had the wrong expectation. And the enemy's trick is to get you hooked up in the wrong expectation so that you be expecting, but you expected the wrong thing. And then when God surprises, you say, oh, I did because God is always working behind the scene. Oh, he's always working something together. He's waking the crooked straight in the rope. He's doing something that you don't even see yet. So Peter raised the man's expectation to another notch. Acts 3 and verse 6. Then Peter said, silver... And go have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Peter said, don't expect money, expect healing. Come on. Hmm? Don't expect money, expect healing. Don't expect money, expect healing. Acts 3, 7. He took him by the right hand lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength and he le leaping up stood and walked and entered into them with the temple walking 
leaping and praising God. Eagle Summit, I can't overemphasize the importance of earnest expectation in receiving the provisions of God. Expectation places you before the face of God and he blesses expecta expected people, those who are looking to him and him alone for all their need to be met. Say, look, 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 look up, look up, look up. Say, God, I'm expecting. Hey, say, God, come on. Raise your hand, say, God, I'm expected. God, come on. I'm expected. God, God, I'm expecting. Now watch this. And receiving. And receiving. <laughs> Expecting and receiving. Come on now. Come on. Let me take you to Matthew chapter 9. Give me one more. Matthew 9 and verse 20. So good, God. Thank you. You know this one. Behold a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years. My God came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. She said within herself, she said within herself, after 12 years, if I may but touch his garment, I shall behold. See, that passage ought to encourage you if you've been waiting a long time. What are you saying within yourself? What are you saying within yourself? What are you envisioning in yourself? What are you envisioning inside yourself? If I may but touch the members garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned about, and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good courage, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Folks, when you have real expectation, get this, it influences your actions. When you have real expectation, it influences your actions. The woman, regardless of the 12 years, with the disease of the issue of blood, had expectation within that influences her faith action to produce the healing victory she wanted and needed. Oh my God. Eagle Summit, let's learn to cultivate earnest expectation in every area of our lives. Okay, here we go. Don't just throw your tithes into the church offering plate and forget about it. Okay, that, I ain't hear no shouts on that one. Don't just throw your tithes, your offerings into the church offering plate and then forget about it. Spend the rest of the week in earnest expectation of the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing. Expect to receive a hundredfold return on all giving. Expect to walk in health and be healed when you don't feel like it. Expect to be promoted. Expect to have good relationships and to have good marriages. In other words, simply put your faith and trust in God. Say, I trust you, God, regardless of how I feel, because you're bigger than my feelings. Expect all the blessings of the Lord to be yours in fullness here and now. It's what he wants for you. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts 
that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Amplified. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in the final outcome. My God, my God. Eagle Summit, it's time for each of us to daily maintain a flow with earnest expectation from God because we stay connected to him in season and out of season. Now here's the first part, in good times and in bad times. I said in good times and in bad times. I'm staying connected with God. Say it this way. Say, say Heavenly Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus, to allow the Holy Spirit to help me maintain an earnest expectation filled with your hope that maketh not ashamed because your love is shed abroad in my heart. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you in advance for every sign, every wonder, every miracle that's on the way and manifesting on my behalf because I believe and I receive it already done it already done it already done in Jesus name shout hallelujah 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 Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. My, my, my. Yes! For those of you that have been viewing, we want you to know that you can be changed in a moment in the twinkling of the eye. The Bible says if you confess the Lord with your mouth and believe on him in your heart, you can be saved. And after you do that, ask him to fill you with his spirit, the Holy Spirit, and he will give you faith that does the impossible, does the miraculous because by his stripes you are already healed. We just speak blessing over you and be encouraged because the Lord has great things in store. Keep your expectancy high because expectancy has to be connected to hope. And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah! Now, I want you, every one of y'all is connected to somebody right now. Tell the person next to you, around you, something that you're expecting. Don't, come on, tell, tell, tell them something. Come on. Tell them, tell them something you're expecting. Come on. Don't shut down, tell them something you're expecting. All right. Tell them something. All right. Now say now. Say let's touch and agree and command the blessing that you're expecting to manifest quickly, immediately. No more holdups. No more delays. Holy Ghost make it happen angels bring it to us now 
in the name of Jesus, we break every curse. We pull down every stronghold. Holy Spirit, take charge. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah.